Hello, Internet, and welcome to the podcast. My name's Noelle. And my name's Nalia. And we are the Afterthoughts. Yeah, we definitely were not supposed to happen. (laughs) (laughs) We are two sisters who also happen to be best friends. Join us as we try to navigate our college and post-grad lives. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Afterthoughts podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are so excited for you guys to be with us for another week. But before we jump into it, we'll do a quick recap. So, Nelia, what have you been up to this week? Um, I've been drowning in schoolwork. Mm. It, it's been a lot. I... May or may not have missed my last three therapy appointments on accident. Oh. <laughs> it's That's okay. That's good. <laughs> it's fine. My therapist just calls me every week and she's like, um, are you okay? You just, you just and like no yes. show? You just don't show up? I just forget. I think I've just been so busy that I've been forgetting to write it down in my planner and if it's not written down in my planner, then I'm not going to be there. I'm not going. That's that's point blank. <laughs> so I sh- really need to get back on writing that in my calendar. But is it not the same time, time every week? <laughs> oh, okay. It is. Got it. Very cool. I've just, I've just like <laughs> been busy during that time and kind of forgot. Got it. I think she's probably just concerned. <laughs> Um, my week has been good. Nothing really much to report on. Just been busy with work and such. Last weekend was very relaxing, which was a nice change of pace. I got some good food. We had Korean barbecue. It was amazing. Have you ever had Korean barbecue? No. Well. It should take you one day. It's really good. I do think that I would like it. It looks really cool and, like, fun. I love a good experience when you eat, so I think I would enjoy it. (laughs) It's just very expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. Well, it's expensive in the fact that you can't just really order what you want. It's like you have to get unlimited, so then it's like there's a minimum fee kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Got it. Maybe for a special occasion, maybe. What are you obsessed with this week? Well, as I say, I have been so busy. I actually started a book this week. Oh. That I definitely don't have time to read. Uh, But it's really good so far. It's called Such a Fun Age. And so far, so good. I'm like halfway through it. And yeah, I recommend I think I got it at Target. It was it's a fun read. Is it fiction, nonfiction? <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Is it made up or is it pretend <laughs> or real life? I think that it is made up, but it's based off of a real life storyline. It's kind of it's like a social justice book, kind of about racism and how a girl 
has experienced it, like being a babysitter for a white family. And it's very interesting. So I think it's a made up story, but based off a true storyline. Got it. <laughs> so half and half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complicated <Cool>. question. <laughs> what have you been obsessed with this week? Hopefully a little less complicated than mine. Yeah, mine's pretty straightforward. Um, James got me an ice roller for Valentine's Day, and I can't stop using it. It wow. honestly has changed my life. I do it every morning and every <laughs> night. I just keep it in the freezer, and I just roll it on my skin, and it's just so relaxing. And I can't wait until the next time I get a migraine, which probably won't be too far from now since I get them so often. But I can't wait to just like <laughs> rub it on my temples when I have a migraine. It's going to feel amazing. I can't wait. That is such a good gift to you. Love those genes passed down from our father of the migraines. <laughs> Yeah, love that. Thanks, John. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's time to jump into today's topic, which I think is so fun and interesting, and it's going to be all about college. Woo! <laughs> Go dogs! <laughs> yes. More specifically, kind of comparing our college experiences. I mean, like, I'm not done with college yet, obviously, but I know... We both have had very different experiences in college, <laughs> even though we had a very similar path. We went to the same school. Yeah, I think it, it. I think it's really interesting how we pretty much went down the same exact path. But and I think our experiences probably overlap a little bit. But I feel like for the most part, they've been really, really different. So I think it'll be fun to compare our experiences and people can compare their own experiences you can just have a little well for me a little trip down memory lane for you you're currently living it but <laughs> it should be interesting for all of us I think that it would be good to kind of start out with our high school experiences and kind of our background before we got where we were <laughs> if that makes any sense so for us, we went to the University of Georgia. We probably should make that <laughs> very clear first. I go to UGA right now, and Noelle is an alumni or alumna. I don't really know how those words work. But <laughs> for our high school, the going to UGA was kind of a really big deal. That was like the big school that you would go to, which in Georgia is kind of not the story you hear very often. UGA, I feel like normally a backup school for a lot of students in Georgia. That just wasn't the case at our school. Well, I think it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, the city that we grew up in and that we're from, a lot of people don't leave that city. And so it's, I don't know, it's just kind of the way things are. A lot of people don't even go to college. A lot of people just stay. I think there's kind of just like a pretty good mix of things that people do post-graduation. So the fact that 
I don't know. I just feel like it's a weird experience, especially when you compare it to other people's experiences, like people going to like Ivy Leagues or anything like that. Like that's not really a thing where we're from. Not to say that no one from, you know, where we're from has ever gone to an Ivy League. Like I'm sure they have, but it's just like it's not really the norm. And it's like pretty much the Ivy League of where we're from is just the big state school. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. And I think you probably had more than I did. But I, I think me and one other girl from my graduating class are the only two people from my high school that went to UGA. And no one else from my graduating class went to a big school, went out of state. And I just think that in itself is also kind of weird and plays in a lot to my experience in college, not coming here, literally not knowing anyone. I actually, funny story, had no intentions of going to UGA at all. (laughs) And that is mostly because when I was in high school, I applied to every college under a nursing major. I am no longer a nursing major. <laughs> UGA actually doesn't even offer a nursing major. And I kind of applied off a whim. I always knew that I really loved the school because I also had a lot of encouragement from my school counselors and faculty at my school that it would be a good option for me. But I never thought of it as an option because it did not have a nursing major. Yeah, so I... Obviously, I applied eventually, and I got in, and I knew as soon as I got in that this was the place for me, and this is where I was going to go, but I did actually apply to seven other colleges and toured almost all of them, except for UGA, and still chose it for some reason. <laughs> um, My experience was a little different, as Nalia mentioned Our older sister also went to UGA, so I think from a young age, I kind of just had that influence. I mean, so we kind of like grew up as a household that kind of like rooted for UGA football-wise. That's like a really big thing in Georgia, obviously. But I think I always just kind of knew that that's where I wanted to go. Um, It is one of the few schools in state, which I kind of decided early on that I was going to go in state just it made the most sense financially and they just had one of the best programs for what I wanted to do and so that's kind of how that fell into place for me and how I always just kind of viewed it as my quote-unquote dream school I mean when I was in fifth grade my birthday party was UGA themed So um, I think it was just always fate. Um, I only applied to, well, I think I technically applied to more. I say I only applied to school, two schools. I had UGA and then I had my backup school, but I also applied to like random schools that I had free applications for, but I don't really count them because it was just kind of to see if I could get in, not because I was actually considering them. So I pretty much just had like one backup school. Um, I got into my backup school and I I honestly really didn't think I was going to get into Georgia. I mean, it's honestly really competitive these days. Um, And I didn't think I had 
really good grades, but my test scores probably weren't exactly where they needed to be. Um, So I really didn't think I was going to get in. So I was kind of banking on just going to my backup school and transferring. But um, somehow I ended up getting in. And (laughs) so that was great. Uh, I was really excited. And it's just kicked off the best four years of my life. Yeah. It is actually a very hard school to get into. I know like out of all of the SECs, I'm pretty sure it's the hardest academic wise. Or at least least one of the most competitive. Yeah, for sure. But it's not the only thing we do here. (laughs) Yes, uh, going to an SEC school (laughs) is kind of insane. And I don't think there's really anything you can do to pre- to mentally prepare yourself for what actually goes on at an SEC school. I mean, to the core, UGA is a party school. And I always knew that going into it, but I don't think I really wrapped my head around what exactly that meant. <laughs> and it was a rude awakening. <laughs> it's interesting. I think we had an idea of what we thought our UGA party school was. And then we came here and we're like, what? You know? Uh, So be prepared. I mean, it's just like in the culture itself of UGA, it's just kind of rooted as a party school. I mean, Mm -hmm. you take in what I think is the biggest factor, which is football. I mean, the city runs on football. We get all of our money from football. (laughs) Like it's, I mean, it's no secret that SEC football is in itself absolutely insane like it's just (laughs) it rules the world pretty much and so I mean just off of that alone you know if there's a noon game people are start tailgating at 7 a.m and are just absolutely smashed by 8 30 a.m before I'm even waking up (laughs) and it's it was the funniest (laughs) when living in a dorm because when you live on campus, most of the dorms are kind of surrounded by the stadium. And so people will literally be tailgating outside of your bedroom window. <laughs> and you can just hear them at eight in the morning playing cornhole. And it's just like, all right, what are we doing here? I know. And I think the funniest thing is when it's like game day, it's not just students here. Like, it's really adults that are the people that are here at 8 a.m. going hard and like, yeah. playing cornhole and drinking a Bud Light at 8 a.m. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I remember my first game day on campus. I was literally just walking to get breakfast and there were just people everywhere. And I was like, what is going on? It's literally 8 a.m. The game is not until 7 p.m. tonight. I don't know what is happening. It's crazy. And I think also sure. another thing that makes it so deep-rooted is just the popularity of Greek life in general. I mean, Greek life is Mm -hmm. huge at UGA. I mean, neither of us were into Greek life, but it runs pretty damn deep. I mean, like anyone you meet, you can pretty much almost ensure that they're in Greek life. It's, it pretty much seems like it's like 70 to 30%. I guess 70% of people are in Greek life, 30% are not. And it's definitely known who is in Greek life and who isn't, which I think is another big aspect of 
the SEC life and culture. And the clear amount of just parties in general that stem from Greek life alone, I mean, is another reason why it is known as a party school. I mean, almost every night of the week, there's something to do. Every single night of the week, there's like a a theme of downtown, like Thirsty Thursday, T-shirt Tuesday. Like there's always a reason to go out. (laughs) And it's exhausting. (laughs) Tipsy Tuesday. Yeah, it's fun Friday. (laughs) It's brutal. It is brutal. But those bars are making bank. Facts. It's actually insane. (laughs) But believe it or not, um, partying isn't the only thing that we did. Um, (laughs) We also we do actually go to class. We actually did, well, I graduated. I have a diploma to prove it. So I did go to class indeed. Um, But I think we both wanted to just kind of talk about normalizing, changing your major because it's something that we both did. And I think we should both Mm -hmm. share our experiences with that. But I can let you start. Yeah. So I kind of did a complete 180 when it came to my major. Um, Like I said before, I applied to almost all of my schools as a nursing major, but UGA did not have a nursing major, so I applied under a major called health promotion. What is that? Do not ask me. I still cannot tell you to this day. (laughs) I have absolutely no idea. So given that, I take my first class in this major, and I absolutely hate it. I am dreading it. It feels like hell. I was like, I hate every moment of this. It was terrible. So long story short, I had an epiphany, cried for like a week straight, had a conversation with everybody I knew about it. I was talking to these people that lived across the hall that I just met, talking to them about it. I talked to all of my family members about it, all of my friends back home kind of just to make sure that I was in the right headspace and that I was making the change for a reason. It was something that I was passionate about and something that I wanted to do. So my second semester of college, I switched from health promotion to elementary education. And it has been the best decision of my life. (laughs) I have loved every minute of it. I loved every class I've taken, every professor I've had. It really has been such an amazing experience. And yeah, it's... It is crazy how, in quotations, frowned upon it is to not know what you're doing or not know what you're passionate about or want to do when you go into college or to change your major because I know a big thing for me why I didn't originally go for education was I felt like everyone around me was telling me not to. And I really felt like everyone was telling me that nursing is where I should go and that is a good path for me and I would work in that. But did I ever see myself in that? Or was I passionate about that at all? No. And I think a conversation I had with one of my friends named Evelyn. She's Now she's one of my best friends. But then we had just met, actually. <laughs> we sat down on my futon and she asked me, she's like, well, why do you want to change your major to education? Like, why do you want to be a teacher? And I had an hour and a half long conversation with her just about how passionate I was for education and why I love it so much, why this is truly what I want to do. I was literally in tears by the end of it. 
I was like, okay, well, maybe this is a sign (laughs) that this is something I should do. But also not to say that that is everyone's experience because I know it's not true. I wasn't a Wells experience and I'm just a very dramatic person. So (laughs) your realization might be a little less dramatic from mine. (laughs) But I think it's really just when you know you know yeah for sure mine definitely was not as dramatic as that um but I think that's because what I switched to wasn't a 180 like it was for you like when I switched my major it was still within the same college so I applied to UGA with an intended major of mass media arts which was a very broad range of things which is kind of what drew me to it I knew there would be like a lot of creative aspects to it as well as probably some business aspects to it and it just really interests me to kind of have the opportunity to get a lot of experience and kind of just a lot of different mediums Um, and then the day of orientation when you have your like major or like school specific orientation they made this little announcement that they were changing the major and that it would now be called entertainment and media studies. And the curriculum shifted a little bit to be more of a focus on pretty much like film production, TV production, you know, editing, producing, script writing, like all of that kind of stuff, which wasn't specifically what I wanted to do. I think when it was the previous major, it might have like brushed on that a little bit, but it wasn't like, that's not what I wanted to focus on. So then I ended up changing my major to advertising, which is in the same school, Grady College of Journalism and Mass Communication, shout out. Um, (laughs) But it was a lot better fit for me because I still was going to have a lot of creative freedom, which is something that was really important to me when choosing what I wanted to do. Um, And I think that was kind of the best part about it. But I think, yeah, just in general, changing your major is something that I agree is really frowned upon. And it's really sad that it is because, I mean, we're talking the rest of your life. And it's kind of crazy for there to be this pressure on you to choose what you want to do for literally the next you know 50 plus years when you're 18 years old like and have no experience doing anything like but maybe working you know these random part-time jobs like (laughs) and literally everyone does it it's very normal and I think a big part of this change was because when you go to college it's the first time you're all alone by yourself with your thoughts and only your thoughts you know what I mean you don't have the constant pressure of you know like applying to college doing this in high school these people are telling you to do that that's happening you have to do this and that you are just there you already made it. You have no pressure on you. You're you're in the college you want. You're right where you need to be. And all you're taking is prereqs. And it's really a time where you can just reflect and really analyze and decide if this is really what you want to do or if maybe 
you would be happier or more interested in doing something else. And that's perfectly normal and perfectly fine. I agree. And I think it's even more normal to not change your mind once, but to change your mind twice, three times. Like I know people who've changed their major like up to four times. Like there's no limit to how many times you can change your major. And well, if you're changing it for the fourth time, you might be a little behind. There's, I think it would be worth you know, staying that extra semester or staying the extra two semesters to actually find something that you're passionate about and something that you actually want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And there's so many majors and there's so many things out there that you don't even know about until you get here. You know, everyone thinks like you can major in, you know, biology or business. Like, They think there's these few sets that you have to choose between, but there's so many small avenues you can go down that you have no idea about until you are physically in college. You know what I mean? And I think that's something that's really cool. And another reason why you shouldn't be ashamed of it because you didn't even know about it, you know? And it's also cool that a lot of majors will also have concentrations like within the major. So it's like you can major... Mm -hmm in something and then there's two or three different concentrations that you could have within that major to make you know what you're interested in more specific and there's so many majors out there obviously and I feel like specifically on UGA's campus and I'm sure this is true for a lot of other campuses as well I feel like people in different majors get treated differently say it for the people in the back <laughs> As an early childhood education major, I just want to say I get so much slander for my major and I'm not here for it, honestly, because what I'm learning is important and the things that I'm learning apply to my future. And just because I have more creativity outlets in my major does not mean that my major is like an easy way out you know, or that everything I do is easy. I still have a lot of work. I still have exams. I still have papers I got to write, just like everybody else. But I will say education is a really great (laughs) major to be in because all of your professors are previous educators, but it's still hard work, just like every other major. Okay, I'll step off of my soapbox now. No, I think what you're saying is true. I think pretty much anybody who's not a like major science or business major um pretty much just get shit on so i mean it's true yeah <laughs> the the business school on uga campus specifically it's pretty much just idolized i mean they have the best school they have i mean like physical building you know they have the best <laughs> treatment they have the best resources but you know, that's fine. Like We can do without them. Is it? No, but, <laughs> but just in terms of like the different majors, I also think it's really cool how different things are emphasized within the different schools. For instance, in the school that I was in, there is definitely like a huge creative focus and there is definitely a bigger emphasis on experience and internships you're really encouraged to kind of take advantage of those during the school year and during the summer because 
just in the industry that I'm in, your experience is kind of worth more than your education in the sense that even just like grad school in general is not really the norm in my industry. I don't know very many people who went to grad school for what we do just because it's definitely more of like a creative focus. If anything, I feel like post-grad, it's more popular to kind of go to a portfolio school, which is, I mean, kind of like grad school, but a little different. It's basically just straight up design classes. And also the work itself was, I mean, I did have a lot of tests, but it was definitely more presentation, a lot of group work, heavy curriculum to kind of just get you ready for what is to come in the real world, which was very helpful, I think. And it definitely presenting, especially I'm like in a presentation every week, it seems like. So that was really useful for me, but also just networking in general. There was always a lot of career fairs for my kind of major because it's all about who you know, but I feel like that kind of thing, like especially networking specifically, I mean, that's not even really talked about in your industry. Yeah, it's definitely very irrelevant. <laughs> I liked what you said about grad school because grad school is such an interesting topic, I think, when it comes to education because it's not even that all teachers or that so many teachers nowadays want to go to school to get that extra degree it's more that they have to in order to make a living. And that is, that's a big reason why I'm doing the program I am, where I'm doing grad school and undergrad at the same time, is because I would like to make more money as a teacher in my profession. And if I could make the salary that I'm going to make with a master's program with just my undergrad, I would, 100%. I wouldn't even bother. So to kind of close this out, I thought a good final question to talk about would be kind of relating back to high school. And I want to know if you think that high school or your high school experience prepared you for college. Um, No, not really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I don't think... Because college isn't necessarily the norm where we're from, I don't think there's a huge emphasis on college prep, specifically from our high school. I will say we both did a dual enrollment program. So our senior year, we did half college and half high school, which I think that prepared me a little bit. But also, I f sometimes I feel like the professors that I had still treated us like high schoolers. And so I wouldn't say that it necessarily was like the full college experience. But coming in freshman year, I definitely did not feel prepared for what was about to happen. I mean, for me personally, freshman year was absolutely brutal. My grades were horrible. And it wasn't even because... I was like partying or, you know, not doing my work or like anything like that. It was really just like how hard my classes were. And I don't think anyone can really prepare you for a 300 person lecture hall. It's incredibly hard to learn in that kind of environment because it's almost like they're not teaching. <laughs> like they're just kind of going <laughs> through a slide 
you're expected to remember everything and then they give you an impossibly hard test. It's just like kind of everyone knows that everyone's going to fail and just this terrible camaraderie. But <laughs> I just think I definitely was not prepared. I mean, I it's no secret. It was a secret at one point, <laughs> but no longer a secret. I <laughs> lost my scholarships um, <laughs> the first semester. I somehow got away with my mom not finding out because um, I knew she would absolutely kill me. But yeah, I lost them spring semester of my uh, freshman year. And then when the, I was approaching the amount of hours where they would reevaluate your GPA to qualify for the scholarship for the next semester, so I t- had to take two classes over the summer, and I actually had to get an A in both classes in order to get my scholarship back. And I did it, and I got my scholarships back. So my mom <laughs> never had to know that I lost them because technically <laughs> I didn't. But, yeah, it was it was brutal. Yeah, I agree. Um, kind of like you said, we did do dual enrollment in high school, but we also did a dual enrollment at a community college which is completely different than a universe, like a big state university, obviously. And like you said, there were professors that just treated high schoolers like they were high schoolers. And Mm -hmm. it didn't really feel that different for me, at least, because most of the people that I was in these community college classes with, I had already been in high school with. They had just graduated Mm -hmm. a year or two years before me. But some of these professors would not give you an A in their class because you were still in high school. Yeah. Which is just absolutely ridiculous. But I agree that it was definitely rough. I do think that having two sisters before me who went to UGA and kind of experienced it helped me a lot with kind of the ins and outs of learning the campus and where to live and what classes to take, how to sign up for classes, how to get to those classes because – It's hard. UGA is a big campus. And I think another aspect of mine was COVID. I came to UGA in the midst of COVID when it was like at its peak. So my first, really my entire freshman year was completely on Zoom. So I had a very different experience (laughs) as far as classes and grades. Um, I didn't have to take my first lecture hall until this first semester of my sophomore year, and it was not pretty. But before that, all of my classes had been on Zoom, so it wasn't necessarily as difficult as learning in a 300-person lecture classroom. Um, It was a little more intimate, I think, and a little more easier to learn in a class that had, you know, 600 people in it because of the Zoom and you have like 12 TAs and (laughs) it was just a lot more convenient, I would say for sure. But yeah, I also don't think high school really prepared us. It kind of just feels like you're thrown in there and you have to fend for yourself. (laughs) But we learned a lot. We did. And shout out to the class of 2020. I can't imagine my entire college experience up until I mean like this is you know, this is your year two. I can't imagine only having that experience 
with COVID. And then potentially it could be your only experience, <laughs> which is kind of a scary thought, um, but a realistic thought. Uh, yeah. I hope you one day can go to a football game and not fear for your life. That would be really great. <laughs> I would really appreciate that. Yeah. But- <laughs> well, it's just crazy because the difference between that and when I was in college, when I was in college, you would take online classes to lighten your workload because they were usually just the easier class and you could pretty much just like cheat. It would usually you would take your electives as an online class. But now it's like the entire curriculum is online and I can't even imagine how yeah. how hard it is. Yeah, it's definitely not the easy way out anymore. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> now there's just no easy way out. <laughs> no, now you just have to suffer either way. <laughs> yeah. They're both just terrible options. Pretty much. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our episode this week on college and kind of comparing our college experiences and majors and specifically here at good old UGA. Go dogs. <laughs> well, thank oh, you guys so much for tuning in. We had such a great time discussing our favorite topic the university of georgia yes and make sure to follow us on tiktok and instagram at the afterthoughts pod and leave us a five star review on anything that you listen on just for funsies all right guys well we will see you next week bye Bye.